Welcome to the Spring Klein Sports Report, your one-stop shop for Klein ISD sports coverage. Hosted by the Chronicles' Kevin Cook and Texas Sports Radio Network's Dave Finucci. Sit back and relax as Kevin and Dave bring you guest interviews, analysis, and weekly previews from all five Klein high schools. Guys, welcome in. This is the first official episode of the Spring Klein Sports Report. I'm the Houston Chronicles' Kevin Cook. Cover spring sports, Klein sports, Cypher, and Tomball, basically the whole northwest part of Houston. Um, but there are some districts that I enjoy delving into and covering more. Klein ISD would be one of my favorites. Just a lot of talent, a lot of high-character coaches, high-character guys. Um, I just really enjoy the time that I spend in Klein ISD, and so we're going to be here talking Klein ISD sports. And when I say we, I'm talking about the guy sitting right next to me, Dave Finucci. Dave, what's going on with you, man? Kevin, excited to be here for our Spring Klein Sports Report. Uh, have an opportunity to do this with you and give these student athletes and uh, uh, coaches, administrators, and all of Klein ISD some coverage here on on a podcast that I'm sure that many fans, parents, people in the community will enjoy us talking about it. You know, athletics here in Houston are huge and uh, gives us a chance to give us give some. Uh, Opinions and thoughts about what's going on. And in some places, they have an outsized importance. They are even more important when you have the kind of uh, track record of success across a number of different sports like Klein ISD has had and, and I believe will continue to have. Then, you know, a certain type of district merits a certain type of coverage. And that's why I enjoy doing these. Hearing from the coaches, players, administrators firsthand. Shout out to Coach Young, AD of the district, and uh, Justin Elbert as well, who is uh, the communications guy has been helping us out and, and uh just being really, really tremendous in terms of helping us get started. So we appreciate everything that Klein ISD does. So if you're listening to this, you can kind of look back on our feed. Uh, Dave and I both recorded an introduction to the show to introduce ourselves. And we also had Coach Drew Sabota of Klein Collins on and Coach Jason Glenn of Klein Oak on. Uh, both terrific interviews. I encourage you to go back and listen to those. Follow uh, on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes. That way, every new episode's drop directly into your podcast queue and you don't miss a single minute of Klein ISD sports coverage. But here we are. It has been a long, uh, arduous journey getting through Harvey. A lot of people's lives are still upended. People are still recovering, but it is kind of time to return to normalcy in some senses. And for us, that means sports. We have sports coming up. Actually, volleyball has already been playing. It's kind of getting back into it there. So, uh, Dave, I would imagine you're pretty excited. Yeah, you got to be. I mean, uh, it's been a tough couple of weeks here in the Houston metro area, but like you said, uh, hopefully the kids are school starting back up for the most part, almost in every school district tomorrow, which is uh, September 11th. And as we preview we'll be week, today when people listen to it, we, yeah, exactly. And so we, as we preview week three, which would be actually now week one for a lot of schools and a lot of most high schools and most football programs lost two weeks of it on their schedule. So as you said, as you mentioned, the volleyball had already started up, but we're really back into Texas high school football now. And I think that's going to make a lot of people happy. So we have talked a little bit on other episodes, uh, other posts here about uh, the state of the district. Let's talk more like generally, just kind of top to bottom. What uh, what stands out? We got some rankings in front of us here. We'll criticize or critique in a moment, but uh, but wh- who's who stands out to you as being the team to beat this year in the district? Well, you have to, yeah, you got to go straight back to the defending champions. I mean, Klein Collins is always going to be there, and uh, they've lost a lot of players uh, to, from a team that went to the state semifinals last year, the best run in the history of the school. Yeah. And really, for the most All five part, of the offensive line, yeah. you lost Bryson Powers, you lose yep. DeAnthony Doyle, all very huge impact guys who were team-first guys and kind of represented that Klein Collins program. So, yeah, you're right. They, they, uh, they lose a lot of guys that made a difference last year, but... But Savota is the kind of coach that knows how to get his group ready, regardless of who he's got. Uh, you have you can't under, underestimate his team and his coaching ability with his assistant coaches 
to put together a unit that is going to compete for the district championship year right year in and year out that's what they do and but, uh they're going to be able to retool. I would say that this year maybe a little more open. Uh, and, and you know, Stratford, you count in there. They're a talented team, not a team that I care about or cover. But if you look at the rest of the teams in Klein here, uh, it may be a year when one of those other teams could jump up and challenge uh, Klein Collins for dominance in the district just because of that turnover. You look at Klein Oak. We talked to Coach Jason Glenn. He's got more guys coming back than anybody else in the district. Yep, uh, on a pretty talented team that maybe. You could maybe make the argument underperforming. Listen, I'm not going to say anything about the specifics of David Smith going, but I think after 22 years of David Smith, people were ready for a change. This seemed like an organization, a program that was ready to move on to something new. And if you find something new like Jason Glenn, uh, with a guy with that much passion and energy, uh, who knows what that could potentially do to a team. So there's a lot of talent there. I'll be curious to see, uh, you know, maybe they're a team that's going to surprise people. I- I'm going to keep my eye on the Panthers this year because I just uh, think that they're capable of doing some pretty special, maybe surprising things. What a lot of fun it's going to be to catch those three schools battling it out for this district championship. I do believe that it will be those three. Uh, You know, you may see Stratford win a game or two here in the district, win some games that mean something. You got to keep an eye out for Stratford at the end. Klein Force, you never know what they're going to bring to the table. But uh, in a district game, you know, Klein Force is always going to be fired up to play their three other Klein opponents. So those three teams cannot sleep on anybody. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be those three that are battling out for the district championship. Like you said, Collins is always going to be there. Oak's got a ton of, uh, experience bringing to the table. And I'm excited to see what the Bearcats can do this year. There are a lot of people saying that Klein can step up, uh, this year and give everybody a run for their money. And I'm excited to see how Klein uh, is able to stack up against their their other district uh, foes. Yeah, and Klein Force is an interesting proposition. We haven't caught up with Coach Sanders yet. I hope to next week or sometime soon because he's another guy that I love talking to. But he does have some talent coming back there. Particularly the offense, Blaylock and Whitaker, the running back and wide receiver there are coming back. I don't know if we know yet who the quarterback's likely to be. That'll make a difference, obviously. But uh, certainly there are some weapons there for him when uh, when they do decide on someone. They could surprise people. I would love to see. Stratford kept out. Some, they've, somehow the four client yeah. schools can force Stratford into that fifth position and all finish with the playoffs. That would great. be ideal. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a nice situation. We'll see if it transpires that way. But let's take a look at the upcoming week. Uh, in terms of the client teams that we care about, who's playing whom and what should we be looking out for? Well, of course, the huge game right off the bat is Klein Collins at Lamar. This was a week three game already on the schedule, but it ends up being Coach Sabota's opener with his group. And they, they lost their games due to the Harvey with against Cy Woods and Katie. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine they would have played Katie and Cy Woods? That would have given them two great games sure. to go into this Lamar mm-hmm. game. But Lamar, number two in the Vipe rankings, number 14 on Dave Campbell's list in the state. Meanwhile, Collins comes in with a preseason ranking number five by Vipe and number 11, even ahead of, of Lamar, ranked by Dave Campbell sure. right now. So these two teams, two top 15 teams in the state, going at it at uh, this coming Thursday night at Del Mar Stadium in Houston ISD. Now, uh, Collins is going to have to get on the road. You've been in that stadium before? And I've been in that stadium. Was, yeah. They just redid the turf, though. So they did. They did. They just yeah. redid the turf. So it should be... The uh, basketball nice, portion of Del Mar is uh, is pretty stellar in terms of the Del Mar Fieldhouse yeah. inside is great. Yeah, yeah, basketball portion, and they just redid the turf for for Del Mar <laughs> uh, on on the football side of things. So it should be should be a nice scenario for Collins to go down there and play. Uh, believe it's going to be on the tube. Mm. I heard Todd Freed's yes putting that game on the on the uh, the cube. I believe, that, I believe that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he and, didn't. Well, on the other show, I had the Cypher Sports Report. We talked to him. He didn't yeah. mention that game because it wasn't Cypher, but I do believe you're right that that is a game right. that the Cube is, is highlighting. 
So, uh, you know, you, you have Collins going down there, and what a tough matchup for Zoboda and his guys in the very first game. He doesn't know, he doesn't even know what he had. Like no. he said in his interview, it's going to, you know, he's not going to know what he has until they get through, hell, that, that, that first half of the football game it's going to be interesting conversation in the locker room after he goes out there and see what he can do for a half of a half of football against Lamar I wonder how many district championships in a row Lamar has do you know off the top of your head I don't know off the top of my head well but they the made district a great run last year well too. open busing there so anybody that plays football yeah. ends up going to Lamar and they take all the football talent they away have, from all the other schools so they have a boatload of guys. cheating I would call it cheating maybe I don't know <laughs> they, who knows I'm, I don't make the rules I'm not in charge of anything but I don't like that so when you're playing Lamar you're playing basically the HISD all-stars HISD all-stars yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's they, a stout test for anyone. They, yeah, they run the they they run things out there, and and um, you know, they, it takes but, a lot of buses Collins for them to do it too. Collins is going to bring bring their their district defensive player of the year in the linebacker mutine. Yep, and Newton, uh, I think is how we Newton, Yeah, uh, and I keep saying that, but <laughs> um, you know, I'm excited to see how how Collins can stack up. I don't know if they win the game, but I think if Zabota goes in there in a non district conference situation uh for a first game of the year and hangs with lamar instead of getting blown out i think they'll that'll tell him what he's got i don't think i can't recall a game in which drew sabota has coached and been blown out at least in the three years i've been doing this i don't expect him to get blown out ever really um uh, whether they can win or not listen i saw lamar close things out against cypher uh it was a heartbreaker of a game for me because i sort of root for cypher when they're playing and that that last second you know field goal attempt just it still turns my stomach but lamar is a very stout team every year and i have my feelings about the way they do that but you definitely have to be ready to play that said i think these guys are gonna be ready to play there's a lot of distractions obviously Mm -hmm. and, and not distractions in a negative sense kids have been he mentioned uh kids that had their own homes flooded Right, the football team came in, gutted those houses, and those kids that had their houses flooded immediately joined up and said, "Okay, where are we going next? Who are we helping next?" Uh, that's tremendous. So, the distractions, as it were, the the hardships, the adversity, I fully anticipate that they'll be ready to go when they take the field against Lamar, and I expect a competitive game. Yeah, and you, you know, you remember Collins is led by their defense, mm-hmm. so you know that's going to be they're they're never going to be in a forty five to forty two game. They're going to ho- hold people tight. Well, fifty forty nine against Katie yeah. last year, and and you know they're gonna they're gonna their defense is gonna show up. So I, I think that even more than just the defense, it's really the line play. Coach Faboda, and I know uh, other coaches like this as well. This is certainly not original, Coach Faboda, but he has perfected it in a sense that both lines are the focus of uh, the football team. Really, everything starts with the line play. You have to be strong on the line, offensively and defensively, and then that allows the other guys playing behind them to do so many things and to be more than they could be individually. So that that emphasis on the line play again. I talked about Coach Troutman. I love Coach Troutman and what he does to taking over for Jim Scott, who. Um, passed away uh, a, a coach who was revered and loved and and coach Troutman had a pretty tall task ahead of him well listen those guys last year were the best offensive line in the state Absolutely. flat out all five of them graduated I think there's a great shot that the next five guys that step up might be one of the top five offensive lines in the state as well I mean I just I have confidence in that coaching staff I have confidence in their ability to uh, you know find and put guys in position to succeed particularly along both lines so that's why I think that their success is replicable. They can continue to do it the way they do it. We talk about programs, factories, et cetera. It's because they focus on the two lines that they're so successful year in and year out. It's going to be one of the top games in the state, no doubt. On Thursday night, by the way, so not a Friday night uh, kickoff, but a Thursday night situation coming up here this week uh, as uh, Collins and Lamar go after each other. Uh, let's move on to uh, another game that's happening on Thursday night. Two Klein, Three Klein teams actually opening on Thursday night. 
the second game that evening involving a client ISD school will be Oak at Atascacita. Now, uh, Jason Glenn, he lost his first two coaching games as well due to the hurricane. He takes his squad over to Humble ISD Stadium to f- take on Atascacita. Vipes, number eight team in the city. Uh, Dave Campbell's number 13 in the state. And a team that lost in the uh, semis last year as well. Made a heck of a run all the way to the uh, in the state tournament. Went 13-2 and two overall, 6-1 and one in district. Atascacita is no joke. And Jason Glenn has his hands full on his opening night game over there in Humble. Um, you know, he's got a lot of returning guys, seven and four last year overall, five and two in district, lost in the area around to Round Rock. But I was um, there. yeah, he's gonna have a uh, a nice opportunity to see where what he's got in the box right out the gates against uh, a, a, one of the top teams in the Houston area. Absolutely. And, of course, I think his primary weapon, I mean, number of weapons, but Benny Smith, a 1,000-yard rusher last year. Everybody's going to be kind of looking to him, uh, or excuse me, a 1,000-yard career rusher. Uh, last year he rushed for something like 666, 80, something like that, I think. 12 touchdowns. Uh, one of them was a, a very long, I believe he returned it from the end zone to the other end zone. He's a, he's a pretty special guy and he's a consistent guy. More importantly, someone you can count on play in and play out. It's going to be a senior year. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of things that he needs to prove and say to college recruiters to um, really, you know, the high school football world, his last chance to make a stamp on it. And I believe that he will be looking to do just that. So, you know, he talked about 680 yards last year. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if he's uh, 750, maybe knocking on the door of a thousand this year, because uh, that's the kind of guy he can be, particularly if they can get that line to uh, to block for him, allow him to run. CJ Ward coming back to play quarterback mm-hmm. uh, for for uh, Klein Oak. They've got seven returners on offense, five on defense, led by Miles Oldacre, the uh, the DB, uh, Hanin Rakruki, Rakuk Rakruki. Uh, the linebacker and Gerald Irons, <laughs> Gerald Irons, the defensive lineman that stands out on the on the D line for the Panthers. And uh, what's the we said third third uh, three Klein teams playing on Thursday night? We have a third game opening up. Uh, Forest takes on Oak Ridge. Klein Forest taking on Oak Ridge Thursday at Wood Forest Stadium. Uh, those two teams coming off of uh, mediocre years. Going to try to see what they get get going again this year. But Klein Forest at three and seven last year. Three and four in district play. As you said, we're hoping that they can bump up and knock out Stratford and get one of those four playoff spots in the district. Uh, but they, they should have an opportunity uh, to uh, to do that against – and see they open up against Oak Ridge. Oak Ridge went four and six last year. Mm. so um, Also missed the playoffs? Yeah, also missed the playoffs. So we'll see what happens uh, over at Wood Forest Stadium. Then we that's turn a, the That's page. a big momentum game for either one of those yeah. teams because you talk about teams that are looking to rebound and have a better year. Obviously, your first game of the season is going to kind of set the tone in some ways. And so I think that a win there for Coach Sanders and uh, and those uh, Climb Forest Eagles would be really, really impactful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine Oak Ridge is thinking the same thing. But you got it. Hopefully, hopefully Forest comes out on top. And that gives those kids some confidence in saying, hey, we really can't do this at this level. Then we end the uh, the Klein uh, schedule on with a huge game. The home game at Klein Memorial for this uh, week three is uh, the Bearcats at home on Friday night. They open up against uh, a 5A opponent, District 23 5A, Fort Bend Marshall. Talk about a team that is highly uh, touted. Uh, this is a 5A squad. Mm-hmm but ranked number two by Vipe in 5A in the city of Houston. And Dave Campbell's got them number six in the state amongst 5A schools. Fort Bend Marshall coming over last year, lost in the state quarterfinals to College Station, went 11-3 and overall, 5-2 and in district, and they're a huge um, 
this should be a, a big time program for Klein to uh, battle up against in this first game of the year to talk, come right out of the box. And it's interesting to me to think about what is the difference really between five A and six A, and, and and you know when you have this many kids versus that many kids, right? You know, we, we, you know. A 5A team should probably be competitive with a 6A team. I think a 6A team with a number of more kids and some more resources has an advantage. But when you're talking about a team that is ranked, you know, maybe the second to fifth best 5A team in the state, you got to believe they can step on the field and play with anyone in 6A. So, I mean, who do you like in that game? I think they 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 believe they can because that's why they schedule 6A teams. I right. mean, they're not afraid of it. So they're they're gonna they're gonna schedule a 6A team and go over there in week three, which. Obviously, it would have been their third game of the year. They right. probably would have played two 5A games and then said, okay, we've got two games where we're going to go play a 6A team. But I don't know about the first game of the year you'd want to play up to up a level. But anyway, that's the way it worked out for Marshall. On the other side of it, Klein is ranked 16th by Vipe in the city of Houston, which is no slouch. I and mean, they're, they're not going to um, back down from a 5A opponent. I got to believe they're going to go in thinking they got home field advantage in this game. Uh, going to be a tough opponent. Klein lost to Spring in the first round of the playoffs mm-hmm. last year. Did get a was playoff there. berth and uh, went seven and four last year. But they are uh, a team that I believe thinks they can vie for the district championship, and they certainly do not want to open their season after losing two games and losing to a five A opponent. And just I'm kind of looking at the cutoffs there. Uh, it's supposed to be you want to have about 250 schools in the top two classifications. And so the way it worked out last time they realigned was about 2150. So 2150 students and above is going to be conference 6A. And then that 2149 all the way down to 1100. But Fort Bend Marshall has, uh, I think, about 2000 students. So you're talking about the difference is not enormous in terms of the enrollment. Um, I would expect a competitive match. But again, statement game. Maybe, you know, that first game of the season, uh, you know, uh, it knocked it knocks people out of their schedules, out of their habits and so forth. I, I think that Klein would be the team I would expect to come out on top here, uh, just given the amount they have returning uh, and the experience on that squad. So another one that will be interesting to watch, though, certainly. Yeah, and, and led by quarterback Grayson Lemke. This is a kid who mm-hmm. uh, is a two-way guy, plays baseball for the team, a, a, an all-star baseball third baseman, leadoff hitter. Uh, I covered a little bit last year for Texas Sports Radio Network on the, on the play-by-play and side. That's where he's looking. He's, he's looking yeah, to go to college based on his baseball is. ability, right? Yeah, I think, and I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I believe he may, be, may have committed to Texas okay. for baseball, to check on, these things, on the baseball yeah. side of things. Uh, <laughs> I believe I may, right. I may be wrong with that, but uh, I'll double-check that. But uh, I want to say Grayson Lemke is headed to Texas to play baseball, um, but on the, on the quarterback side of it for his football team at Klein, uh, has those leadership abilities, those tan intangibles, um, that, you know, can, can guide the offense for the Bearcats and, and, and hopefully get them over the hump against Fort Bend, Fort Bend Marshall. So playing all other district teams, you have four games. What do you think the Klein ISD record is going to be going into district play, which begins next week, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. You know, I think, uh, geez, I, man, if they go two and two, um, I don't know if Klein Force is going to beat Oak Ridge. Uh, I would say that's a toss-up. I want to say Klein has the advantage at home against Fort Bend Marshall, but Collins and Oak both have their hands full. You're and right about they, uh, Grayson, by the way. He yeah. is committed to University of Texas. Right. So, uh, you know, if Collins Collins could beat Lamar on the other side on the other side of the things, Lamar could beat Collins. That's kind of a toss-up for me as well. And I think Oak has a chance to go in to beat to to uh, to play a Tascacita well and win that game. And I think so. You, two and two or better would be a pretty successful uh, weekend, all things told, for Klein ISD, I think. Absolutely. I think that's what you're looking at. I hope, to, hopefully, we're not looking at an 0 and 4 situation, <laughs> but, you know, 
you never know in the first week of a football season. It's pretty hard to predict when you haven't seen any of these teams play. These really are not the same teams. You can't say, well, these teams were this last year. It's a completely different group of players. And you just can't go off of what teams did only based on what what they did last year. And week one is almost the most difficult year week to predict. Yeah, certainly. So football drives the bus around here, keeps the lights on and so forth. We love talking football, but it's not the only thing going on. And actually the football teams haven't played yet. The volleyball teams have. So we have some volleyball standings to run through here. Uh, a non-district schedule with tournament play that has already given us an idea of where these teams might shake out. So what, where does it stand currently, Dave? Well, you know, Klein, Oak, Collins, and Forrest are going to uh, are going to battle each other all year long in volleyball. Uh, a lot of great players coming over here. Vipe has the standings right now as those being uh, three of the four teams being in the playoff hunt amongst, uh, and, but with Klein, the Bearcat, the Lady Bearcats are uh, the favorite to win the district. They have gotten off to a nice start, 12 and three overall for the Lady Bearcats on the volleyball court, including a 3-0 win over Oak back on August 12th uh, during a, a Cyfair ISD tournament play. So Klein's gotten off to a nice start, 12 and three. And uh, the game to watch this coming week is just Friday night. Um, they're going to be at Oak. So Klein at Oak Friday night, this coming Friday night. Uh, in between that time, when we kick things back off here after the Harvey delay, we've had a couple of weeks here where there have not been any games played. But Klein will get kick it back off Tuesday night against Stratford at home. And then they'll go over to Oak for a big matchup there. Uh, meanwhile, the the... Lady Panthers are sitting in second right now. If you're looking at overall records, uh, Klein Oak should be a uh, Lady Panthers should should do well this year. They're nine and three right now. They play at Forest Thursday night, and then again um, at home against Klein. So Friday night coming up the fifteenth, two big inter district matchups on the volleyball court. I gotta tell you, I don't uh, I don't say Lady. You say Lady Bearcat. I don't say Lady. I think it's <laughs> I think it's insulting. I think it's demeaning. We uh, we don't say you know Boy Panthers. Right or, or male panthers or whatever, right? You know, right, ladies right. kind of a weird one anyway. Like, hello, lady. I don't like it. It seems sexist and weird to me. So I just, I just call them all bearcats. They are all our bearcats. Sure. Why would you differentiate right, the women right. versus the men? I don't know. Maybe I'm progressive. I don't know. I've been accused of that before. But I uh, have that habit though, based on uh, just from my pack, my past background. I've it had is the that, standard. Yeah, yeah, it is. But um, so it's I have that one. habit. But I think either way is acceptable. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> it's just neat. It's, it's a personal preference yeah. thing. And I think uh, I got to say all the, the girls and also, women that I've talked to have yeah. been on my side of this as well. <laughs> right, right. But I think in the back and in in uh, I think at the end of the day, the, the, the schools accept it either way that right. you, uh, you go about it. Well, Klein is interesting, and as I was kind of looking through here, I need I need to get out to see them play. I haven't, even when they came to Cypher in my district. But I do know in that tournament where they took third place, Bailey Laskowski and Devin Taylor both made the all-tournament team, and deservedly so, it seemed like. Six and two on the weekend, beat Brian Aleaf Taylor, Fort Ben Austin, Cypher, Conroe Tompkins, and Klein Oak there. So we'll see a rematch of that uh, Klein-Klein Oak matchup. And then they've just been kind of on a dare. You know? uh, they did drop one versus Oak Ridge. Oak Ridge, one of the best programs in the state. But yeah, they, they beat are. Magnolia West, beat the brakes off of Magnolia West straight sets and then three one uh one against tomball so they're looking pretty good here in the early season going into district play obviously the favorite i would have to think um but there's a lot of competitive volleyball going on i'm, I'm, I'm very interested to get and see some of it should be a fun year around the district and as well for you covering sci fair man the programs over in sci fair is you know same way extremely talented very competitive and uh 
we'll be covering volleyball all year long here in the Spring Klein Sports Report. And I would love to get Coach Key on uh, to talk to her about volleyball and, and her coaching perspective. So uh, we'll issue the, the call out to her for sure. But uh, in any event, lots of volleyball going on. Uh, if you're if you're thinking about going out to a Klein ISD sporting event, support your people, uh, and you don't want to spend three hours. You know, the, it's, not, it's hard to get in and out of a football game. It's a, it's a lengthy affair. Well worth it for those of us that love football. But hey, volleyball, you're in and out in man, about an hour, hour and fifteen minutes, and it is fast paced action uh, from start to finish. Particularly the way that they play in Klein. So I would encourage you if it's a Friday night looking for something to do. Go out to a volleyball game. You'll be in and out pretty quick, and you will enjoy every minute of it, I imagine. Yeah, fun atmosphere. I mean, it's indoors, air-conditioned, and, uh, you know, my daughter's a competitive volleyball player. She enjoys it. She plays in one of the local clubs here in uh, Houston. And to give him uh, a shout-out? Yeah, so uh, she's an up-and-coming player at Willowbrook Sports Complex. And All right. She uh, will be on the 13 13- you red team for Willowbrook this year. And she's been playing for a number of years now. So we're excited. My family enjoys it. And she really loves playing the, the game as well. It's a great, great sport. I grew up out here in this area before I went to the Woodlands High School. My family moved, obviously. Um, I lived in I don't know, Spring Creek Forest, I think was the name of the subdivision. But uh, but we had a dog that we got uh, from a little cage, little baby. What do they call them? Baby cages? The little... You know, the things you put babies in it keep them walking away. Yeah, exactly. And she and uh, we called her Willowbrook because she was right outside of Willowbrook Mall. So we had a dog named <laughs> Willowbrook for about, uh, I think, 12, 13 years before she finally passed away. So obviously, Willowbrook is a name that uh, that brings a lot of joy to me. So uh, cool. volleyball, obviously. Uh, I'm going to be out of season volleyball. Are you going to be out at one of the games this week? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go and cover it. We'll check it out and uh, make sure we're, we're there seeing how the girls do and and uh, reporting back to you each each week on uh, how these, these uh, lady programs are moving through it and if you want to go follow us on twitter at sks report we will be tweeting out when we have interviews coming up we're able to schedule them with the coaches and the players and so forth we will let you know those are coming ahead of time go like us on facebook as well follow us there and most importantly if you enjoy it share our content with other people because not everyone knows what a podcast is you may have to do some instruction with them kind of tell them this is how it works or whatever but there's a lot of people out there who would love to keep abreast of klein isd sports news and probably don't know how to work a podcast. So, hey, call me at home if you really want it. I will tell you how to work a podcast. I'd be happy to do that. But uh, in any event, uh, that'll be all for us this week, I think, unless you had anything else, Dave. No, it's been a great uh, first couple of weeks here on the Spring Klein Sports Report. And like Kevin said, any help you can give us to share this content with people and listen, it, uh, listen in, we appreciate your uh, tuning in on the uh, on the show. And we are also looking for sponsors and partners, people who want to share the content, want to be associated with it, want to help promote Klein ISD Sports. We would love to uh, discuss that opportunity with you. Just email us at springkleinsportsreport at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Exactly right. Or again, you can just tweet us and I'll tell you how to reach us. So it's been a pleasure, guys. Uh, if you haven't yet gone back and checked out um, both the introductory episodes and the interviews with Coach Drew Swoboda and Coach Jason Glenn over at Klein Oak, um, definitely check those out. We will be back pretty soon. Keep an eye on the Twitter feed. Uh, until then, I am Kevin Cook, the Houston Chronicle, at Cook on Twitter. I'm Dave Finucci on Twitter, at Dave Finucci from Texas Sports Radio Network. And guys, it's been a pleasure. We will see you soon. Take care. You've been listening to the Spring Klein Sports Report. Follow the host on Twitter at KMichaelCook and at Dave Fanucci. And follow the show at SKS Report. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, go rate and review it on iTunes and share it with your friends. Until next week, this has been the Spring Klein Sports Report. Be excellent to each other and keep keeping on.